Welcome to FitSpeak, the Fraser Valley's fitness, wellness, and endurance sports podcast. I'm Kevin Hines. We're brought to you by Wenting Cycle and Mission. Here's your Wenting's word of the week. It is spin. Mention that word to Bruce or any staff member the next time you are at Wenting's and you'll win a prize. It's just that easy. Once again, your Wenting's word of the week is spin. We're also brought to you by TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. With the race season here, it's time to get serious with that training. Maximize your time investment with effective workouts and get support you need from a human, not a fitbot. TriJoy can help. We'll meet with you face-to-face to discuss your goals and make a plan to achieve them. Email for your free in-person consultation. It's TriJoy, the spirit of multisport. See the link at the bottom of this page. On the program today, a return visit by one of the fastest triathletes in the province. Brentwood Bay's Robert Johnson is our guest. He'll be telling us about his win at the Westwood Lake Triathlon back in May and what plans he has for the rest of the season. Also, we'll have our fit flop of the week, tales of health and fitness gone wrong. And be listening to the end of the show during our upcoming event schedule as we'll be giving you information on how you can win a free entry to the Prospera Fraser Valley Grand Fondo in July. 30 minutes of unleaded premium FitSpeak begins right now. Hi there and welcome to another edition of Fit Flops, our light-hearted look at some of the stranger things in the world of health, fitness and wellness. Our past feature was on that crazy contraption from the 1980s, the Thighmaster. And today's feature is something along that same vein, the sweatsuit. The sweatsuit. A pretty simple thing to describe, even on an audio-only podcast. You can take a look at it on our website, but if you're in your car right now, think of it this way. Think about going to Superstore and finding the biggest sized garbage bag that you can. Color doesn't really matter. Then cut one hole in it for your head and two more for your arms. That's a pretty sexy look. As easy as it is to describe, the way a sweatsuit works is even easier. You put this crazy looking piece of workout wear on, go pump some iron, do some aerobics or pretty much anything else that would raise your heart rate. Then, of course, because your body has little or no air to breathe, it would heat up quickly. Voila, you would lose calories. Pretty cool, hey? So, people would do that. Well, certain people would. People who were in the need for a quick fix. A weight loss strategy that didn't include things like proper sleep and nutrition. People would put on their sweatsuit, exercise for 5 or 15 or 40 minutes, and then quickly jump on the scale. Yay, I lost 3 pounds. Instant reinforcement. It must work. Very true. Doing this exercising with a sweatsuit did result in some noticeable weight reduction, all through the not-so-magical process of dehydration. Shortly after, Mr. or Ms. Sweaty Suit jumped into the shower, went downstairs for a glass of whatever and some food, and then their weight would return to its normal self, minus perhaps a small amount if the calories they took in were less than what they had just burned, but that wasn't usually the case. If you're looking for a quick and temporary solution to reduce your weight through dehydration and you can't head out to the Mojave Desert anytime soon, a sweatsuit can fit the bill. Why would you want to do that, however? I'm not too sure. Just a minute. Oh yeah, Instagram selfie. If you're, however, looking for a long-term method of weight loss, 
and healthy body composition, the results are often more likely going to be found in the produce section of your local grocery store rather than putting on a sweatsuit. For the Fit Flop of the Week, I'm Kevin Hines. Chilliwack lately has been quite the hotspot for fast triathletes. Dominating the podium at just about every race he enters is the newcomer to Chilliwack and formerly from Regina, Paul Philippi. On the women's side, there's Angela Froese, not only an accomplished trail runner and massage therapist, but also one of BC's fastest females at the half iron distance. And fast at every distance he chooses is local fit club coach Anthony Toth. And although Robert Johnson no longer lives in Chilliwack, he's still proud to call the WAC his hometown, a place he went to school, played hockey, and discovered his hidden running talents. Now Robert is over on Vancouver Island. We originally had him on Fitspeak 60, but we wanted to get an update from one of our province's quickest triathletes. Welcome again to FitSpeak, the Fraser Valley's fitness, wellness, and endurance sports podcast. I'm Kevin Hines on Skype Live tonight from Brentwood Bay on Vancouver Island. We've got Team Everyman Jack, short course specialist. There, I got it out of the way. With us is Robert Johnson. Robert, welcome back to FitSpeak. Yeah, thanks for having me, Kevin. It's nice to talk to you. I remember the last time we chatted, I was just coming in from shoveling snow in my driveway and now I'm hanging out in the backyard watering my garden so been been a while I guess a little bit of a, a change in the environment let's start off talking about your dad uh, you posted on Facebook a little while back that he uh, he's finally retired yeah um, he's he's been working for coca-cola for 46 years now my, my grandfather actually worked um, for coke as well for I think over 30 years um, and, and my dad got his job right out of high school. So he's been, he's working at the same, you know, location basically in Chilliwack, you know, doing various different things, moving his way up in the company to pretty high ranking towards the end there and, um, working for Coca-Cola and, and he's finally decided to retire, which I, I did, wasn't sure I'd ever see the day, but I'm really happy for him. So what do you think he's going to do with all this spare time now? Uh, he's probably going to drive my mom nuts. <laughs> No, um, you know he's a he's a really fit guy. I kind of come by that honestly, and and so he's he's already been spending a lot of time uh, out there playing hockey with his buddies and going to the gym. I actually played hockey with him about four months ago, and and he was keeping up with the the play of the guys I was playing with. He you know he tried to start a fight with somebody about thirty years younger than him. So um, <laughs> he's I, you know I just really hope he has a, a fulfilling retirement and just keeps active and has fun, and he kind of just really re- deserves that after forty six years of. I'm working really, really hard. No kidding. Well, uh, let's talk about a little bit. Your uh, racing season went off. Um, very good start down at Westwood Lake with a win. Tell us about that day. It was a really, it was a really fun day. I, you know, life kind of changed for me early in the year, and I wasn't really sure if I wanted to race triathlons this year, or even if I did, you know, what that was going to look like. So it was really just just fun to be out there racing. You know, I hadn't really done any triathlon specific training until a few weeks prior to the event and you know I've been swimming and biking and been running a lot but um, nothing really like I used to do with training so kind of put in a bit of a focus for a couple of years got out on my TT bike a couple of times and didn't really know what to expect um, you know dynamic race events always puts on a 
really fun race, really well organized, and it's a it was a beautiful day in Nanaimo, and it's it's a great venue on a sunny day like that. So um, it was really nice out there, and I managed to get on some feet pretty early in the swim. Um, the you know local ITU athlete uh, Fabio Brentani, and he kind of towed me to a decent swim time, and then I got an early lead on the bike. Um, Westwood Lake's probably one of the the tougher sort of standardist bike courses that you'll do out there it's really un, unrelenting bike course you're doing a lot of climbing descending and it's really hard to get into kind of a rhythm but that course kind of suits me well and and then a really hard trail run which which was good for me because i've been doing a lot of trail running um and you know it's an event i've done the previous two years so it was it was nice to see that my time was really in line with what it had been in previous years just given what i've been doing for training and and most importantly just you know being out there racing having fun friends getting to eat some pancakes at the finish line it's always <laughs> nice so yeah it was a good day so a good uh good approach with your training i mean your time was fairly comparable with uh what were you doing for training in say the last three or four weeks prior to the race well my training's a lot different than what it used what it really used to be um you know i kind of decided early on in the year that it didn't really make sense to be following you know a training plan so um you know i decided with my coach noah deutsch that i would just kind of be doing sort of unstructured training and, and that's sort of what i've been doing i don't swim nearly as much as i used to but just trying to hit more like intensity more stuff at olympic distance pace rather than trying to hit the volume so you know i i, I swim more like 10k a week rather than 25 to 30 that it would have in previous years and massive and um you know sometimes i get to the pool and, and i just make up a swim workout in the warm-up um right now but it's been working for me and um so you know i just kind of picked up a bit more shorter sort of intense sessions on the bike it, my running had been going really well you know earlier in the year anyway i'd been running some of my fastest times been training a lot with um mercury rising uh on the run especially um and clint Loon has a really good group there and he's been really supportive so that's been been helpful for me and and so yeah i just kind of picked it up but you know i kind of like my body kind of knows what to do when i decide i want to start hitting those sort of um those intense sessions so uh, it's kind of just just what I've been doing lately and what I did before the race. Now you got to tell us the last time we interviewed you, and that was the piece that we uh, popped in the uh, triathlon magazine uh, article there. As part of Everyman Jack, you were pretty stoked about uh, the annual training camp in Las Vegas. Um, were you able to attend that one this year? I actually couldn't attend that this year. Yeah, I was a bit bit bummed out that I couldn't go. They. They always do a really great job, and and it was really even you know another level this year with all the sponsors being there and everything. So I was a bit bummed not to be able to go, but um, hopefully you know get to do that again next year. Yeah, definitely. And you're gonna have to tell us some stories. I mean, despite the fact that they say what uh, happens in Vegas <laughs> stays in Vegas, uh, we'd like some juicy stories. But tell us, um, right now you're in the midst of a big, uh, well, as serious as you're going to take things this year, but you've got the Canadian Championships, um, some unfinished business because they got smoked out in Kelowna last year. However, uh, this year they're scheduled a little bit earlier in the season, and with our fingers crossed, they're going to run without a hit and without any uh, forest fire smoke. Yeah, hopefully. You know, I was in there, I was in Kelowna there last year feeling really fit and ready to go. And and obviously, um, you know, it, the the smoke and the firefighters with fire fires that were, you know, going on, um, they couldn't, couldn't hold the race, um, which was, you know, obviously disappointing for everybody involved, you know, all the athletes that were there and, and the race organizers and volunteers that obviously wanted the race to go on. And 
So, you know, I think we're looking good um, for this year. And it's nice to see that they did move it up uh, a bit because the, you know, those fires are kind of unfortunately becoming a reality here in, in BC at that, you know, time of year. So hopefully we'll get the race in before that starts to come in. So do you have any race specific preparation for that one, considering it's probably your A race for the year? Yeah, for sure. You know, it, like after us with like, you know, seeing where I was at, I kind of got a bit of a boost there. And so I've been upping my training intensity quite a bit the last uh, month or so. So, um, you know, especially in the on, on the bike and in the pool. Um, so, yeah, you know, I've been getting some good sessions in. I feel like things are really coming along and I'm feeling I'm feeling really good for the race. What kind of hours are you putting in right now and what are you going to peak at prior to the championships? Or is that a, a Robert you know Johnson what? secret? <laughs> No, it's not at all because I just I'm not even really I'm not even tracking it. I mean, I don't I don't even track my training and training peaks or anything like that right now. I just kind of do whatever. You know, last week I was in uh, Calgary for the week for work and and was just doing what I could basically around a really busy busy week with um with work and everything. So um, I don't know, ten hours, twelve hours a week, maybe. I'm, I'm not really even sure. But uh, obviously, tons of years of experience and pretty good knowledge of your body and it seemed to work at Westwood so um any other like small tune-up races between now and then uh nothing no there, nothing really for triathlon I did do a 10k a few weeks ago as part of the next series here in Victoria that I've been taking part in um so I did that and you know uh, Victoria 7.3 was obviously taking place a couple weeks ago and I had a few friends here staying with me and was able to to support them and some other friends that were doing the race and that was kind of really fun and bike course goes right by my house so I was hanging out in my lawn chairs with another buddy of mine and we it's just another way to kind of experience the race and take that in so I really enjoyed that but um hasn't been you know a lot of other opportunities to race in in um west coast here uh in between Westwood Lake and Kelowna so um that'll be that'll be the next one for me so, so, so you got to tell me. So the Ironman seventy point three is right by your house. Didn't you just want to jump in there and and mix it up with the boys? You know what? Um, a buddy of mine, James Cook, that I've been training with a lot. Uh, he kind of joked that uh, he wanted to, to tag out with me when he came by because it's my house is at about kilometer seventy on the bike course, and James ended up having a flat, so he came by, and I joked with him like, "You want me to you know jump out and do the run for you or something?" But you know, there's a there's a piece of me that would like to be out there. I don't love the 70.3 distance. I, I would love to race that field over a standard distance race. Mm. Um, so, you know, I mean, yeah, there's always a part of you when you're out there that, you know, you want to be racing. But then, you know, when you're on that second lap of the half marathon, sometimes you wish you were not racing. So. Yeah. <laughs> As Mark Allen says, things get real in later stages of those races. Have you, uh, are you one of these kind of guys who scopes things out? Have you taken a look at the, uh, the start list for the championships? Uh, um, I usually I am. I sometimes I use my computer computer skills to hack into find out the the start list is. I haven't done that yet for um, for this race, but I you know with it being nationals and in Kelowna, I just really hope that there's a there's a really solid field out there. Um, the Apple Triathlon was really one of the first races I ever did, and it was kind of a race that really helped me you know fall in love with the sport, and and I was always really in awe of you know the guys that were kind of finishing ahead of me, and I and I hope that I can be in the mix up there, you know, to, to maybe be in contention for, for, for the win there. Um, I've got a few, few really good buddies of mine in, uh, Jeff Manson, who, who has 
used to race professionally and another buddy Clark Bend that are kind of coming out of retirement to mm. do the race and that's really kind of special for me because we all started out together and I've had some of uh, my best memories training and, and doing the Apple triathlon with them so that'll be fun and and um, obviously you know my fellow Chilliwackian and good friend Anthony Thoth is always dangerous in all conditions so um, I'm sure he'll be there and, and I think that uh, another guy expect will probably be in the race is, is Thomas Watson who's kind of a younger guy who's been moving up the ranks over the last few years so uh-huh. I expect he'll be there and and I'm not really sure you know who else will come out but hopefully it's just a really good field and we can all push each other to be our best I did hear um, a rumor that uh, Trevor Linden might be making an appearance Linden well, so really yeah yeah I'm sure he's got some leg speed and some leg power yeah yeah for sure it'd be, it'd be cool to, to see him he's like my childhood athletic hero so uh-huh. it'd be great so it'd be fun so tell us what uh, are you going to have uh, for a pre-race meal for that big race? Um, I eat the same thing for every race and, and have for years. It's What's a that? Plain, plain bagel with peanut butter and some apple juice and, and a banana a little bit later. And then uh, I usually take a gel about 30 minutes before the race and, and, and sometimes a Red Bull if I need a bit of a boost. So you do uh, occasional Red Bull. Yeah, I don't I don't drink coffee or anything, so I don't usually take a lot of caffeine. So, you know, if, if I take a Red Bull, it usually hits me pretty good. And in the water bottle for the bike? Um, I will have goo, uh, goo, goo sport drink in the water bottle, uh, goo gels as well. Um, love their stuff. And, and uh, I usually take, probably for that, for this race in Kelowna, I'll probably take one bottle of sport drink and one with just water because I don't typically do well in the heat. So it's nice to have something I can like throw on my... Uh, my neck or whatever if it's getting a bit too hot on the bike course um, take a couple of gels on the bike one at 10k and one at 30 and then I take a I take a gel along with me on the run which I take usually at about kilometer number two or three as I'm kind of getting settled in so when you're running I mean you guys are putting some incredible leg speed in there doing like 34 36 sort of 10k times do you slow down at all for those aid stations or do you just blaze through them and hope you've got enough enough fuel to to make it to the finish line I often don't hit the aid stations uh you know Kelowna will be a hot race so I I might take a little handheld water bottle which has been kind of working for me over the last couple of years for for races like this I I have trouble getting any sort of liquid out of those cups um and like you said I don't really like to slow down much find it kind of t- screws my breathing up a little bit and I've had had some times where I've actually stopped you know and um had really a lot of trouble getting my heart rate down for some reason after going through the aid station so I try to avoid them if I can so yeah I'll probably have everything with me okay well Robert we're wishing you the uh, best of luck with those Canadian championships any other uh, kind of races to end out your season that we know of uh, yeah I mean I'll be doing the Dynamics race event here at Elk Lake and, and in Cultus Lake obviously um, I always do that one because I'm from Chilliwack um I'm kind of trying to mix it up I might do a big trail running race here in September on the island and possibly a bike race um just kind of yeah mixing mixing up a little bit okay well best of luck at the championships and uh best of health here's your Fitspeak 71 upcoming event schedule First off, we'd like to tell you about the next event as part of the Hike Mission Series put on by Mission Parks and Rec. The hike will be in the Bear Mountain area and is set to go on Sunday, July 7th. 
It's an 8 o'clock start and you're meeting at the parking lot on Saunders Street, which is just off Richards Avenue. Bring some comfortable clothing, sensible hiking shoes, and some water to keep you going for about two hours. That's the Bear Mountain Hike, Sunday, July 7th. You can Google the details if you missed this, or you can just go to the new Mission Leisure Guide. If you know someone who's into walking and might be interested in making that big leap into running, the folks at the Garrison Running Company in Chilliwack can help. They're offering a Learn to Run clinic Tuesday evening starting at 6. You'll start slowly, make your way up to 5 kilometers, all with strong support and encouragement along the way. Google Garrison Running Company Chilliwack for details on that. Finally, let's talk cycling and it's time for you to sign up for the biggest event in the Fraser Valley and that of course is the Prospera Fraser Valley Grand Fondo. You have your choice of distances of a 160, a 100 or a 50 kilometer ride. This year's event is being held on Saturday, July 20th. And now here's your chance to win an entry to the Fondo. Just be the fourth person to email me the phrase free Fitspeak Fondo and you'll be going to the Prospera Fraser Valley Grand Fondo on Saturday, July 20th for free. Once again, all you have to do is be the fourth person to email me the phrase free Fitspeak Fondo. You win the contest, you choose the distance, whether that's the 50, 100, or the 160K route. The email information is at the bottom of this week's podcast. And just a reminder, if you have an event, whether that's a race, a clinic, or a new fitness group, we want to hear about it. Leave us a comment on our Fitspeak homepage, and we will be in touch with you. And that's it for another edition of Fitspeak. The Fraser Valley's Fitness, Wellness, and Endured Sports Podcast. Fitspeak is brought to you by Wenting Cycle and Mission. Your Wenting's Word of the Week is SPIN. Once again, your Wenting's Word of the Week, SPIN. We're also brought to you by TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. Whether your goals are iron, golden, or ultra, our low client-to-coach ratio ensures you get the one-on-one time you deserve to achieve your potential. It's TriJoy, the spirit of multi-sport. See our link at the bottom of this page to book your free consultation and goal-setting session. We'd like to thank our guest this week, Team Everyman Jack Triathlete Robert Johnson, and we wish him the best of luck as he gets ready for the Canadian Short Course Triathlon Championships that are being held in Kelowna next month. Be listening next time when we'll be fit speaking with folks from the Positive Spin for Mental Health Awareness. We'll see how their ride went and what they have planned for the future. Zach Newfeld will also be back for another edition of Between the Ears. For all of us at Fitspeak, I'm Kevin Hines. Thanks for listening. <laughs>